Lord, good morning. Thank you for this glorious day, this uh, beautiful Monday that we got to come together and recalibrate ourselves for the week, Lord. And um, we just thank you for the gift of life that you've given us today. And we thank you for all these men and women that um, are coming together to recalibrate as one. And uh, again, it just has to help remove distractions and noise. And um, thank you for Mark McConnell's uh, leadership and courage this morning and ask your Holy Spirit again to speak through him to us to, for words of encouragement and equipping today. In Jesus' name, amen. Mark McConnell, thanks for returning. Yeah, thanks for uh, the opportunity, Jerry, and, and hi, tribe, as Jerry likes to call us. Uh, uh, good to talk to you again. It goes fast. I looked back and the last time I talked was like May 1st, and here it is first of June, and uh, the time keeps rolling on. Um, and I want to just uh, have everybody, you know, thank God for Jerry right now, because it's been about 10 weeks, and I get up and get on this call when I can. Sometimes I'm not up, sometimes I'm out doing other things, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, Jerry, you've been consistent and been at this place five days a week for 10 weeks. Now that is amazing. And uh, so everybody, I know you're praising God for Jerry right now, but I'm, I want to, to think about that and think about that kind of commitment because uh, that's a big commitment and, um, and uh, we, we really appreciate you. So anyway, um, and then the next thing is uh, I, I uh, listened to a guy named Don Kennedy. I don't know if Don is on the line this morning, but uh, Don Kennedy on 514, May 14th, uh, he, he uh, led this thing, and it was so incredible that I've listened to it over and over again, and I've even sent uh, his message on to others, and uh, what he talked about, what Don talked about was, um, why do you do what you do? Mm -hmm. And uh, it was a great talk. I, I, the, if you're on here, Don, you could be a public speaker. It was, it was just so good. It was, it was amazing. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you are. Maybe you're a pastor on the side. Who knows? But um, anyway, you asked the question, why do you do what you do? Meaning, why you run a small business? And the answer to that question, you said, reveals the condition of your heart. And you said the condition of your heart is based on three things what you love, what you put your faith in, and what you hope for. And I thought that was really profound. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, but at the same time, um, I got to think about that. Why do I do what I do mm -hmm. running a small business specifically is what Don Kennedy was thinking about. And I think that probably for many of us on this line that run a small business, as it was for me, it wasn't pre-planned. It wasn't the thing that, you know, Paul Bauscher would tell us to do as a business coach, where you sit down and you say, okay, I'm going to start a business. So let's plan this out and figure out where I'm going and why I'm going to do what I'm going to do. It wasn't that at all. It was, I kind of fell into it. And um, so it, it was uh, for me, I was uh, two years out of college. When I graduated from college here at UC, I went to work for Rick Taylor, Architects Plus. Good, good man. And uh, I wanted to learn how to do residential because I hadn't done any of that in my previous life experience as a student. And um, 
And so I worked for Rick for two years and then uh, a new, new opportunity came up and I told Rick I was going to move on to another job that did real big commercial things, you know, like high rise towers and things like that, because it was a totally different experience. And he encouraged me and said, more power to you. It's good to do stuff like that when you're young. So I left uh, two years out of college. I left Rick, Rick Kaler and uh, on good rapport and um, went to this other place downtown. And then two months later, I was unemployed. We went bankrupt. Um, I was working for him for two months. And then on a Friday, it was actually Halloween day for Friday, 1986. The, the boss comes into to the, the studio and says, uh, guys, we're bankrupt and your job ends at five. Wow. Okay. Uh, that was quite a shocker. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so what do I do? I, I thought, well, what, you know, I met all these contractors of when I was working for Rick Taylor. So I got on the phone and I said, hey, you know, uh, you guys need anything drawn Monday? I don't have nothing to do. And, uh, of course, it was Reaganomics. It's 1986. So you didn't have to be very bright to start a business. It was, it was booming so bad, so incredibly, that all you had to do was pick up the phone. So I, I don't take credit for building a business. But then Monday morning, I was drawing for contractors, so residential houses and stuff like that, because, of course, they said, yeah, we don't have enough people out there to draw stuff. It's so busy. So... So that was 1986, and here I am now, uh, what, 34 years later. Um, so that's my story. And then my, my partner, Brad, who's now my employer, Brad Ewing, you know, he got, gets out of uh, college and starts working for me and worked for me for about 10 years. And I had the greatest respect for him as a person, as a Christian, as a man. And he was like the cream that rose to the top. And uh, and so I asked him to be a business partner. I'd sell him some shares of the stock. And uh, I remember him saying that he talked to his mother about it because he was like, I never planned on running a small business. I never planned on doing this. And she says, yeah, go ahead. Why not? And so that's how he became it. And then about six years ago, Brian Schwederman, it was a Thanksgiving morning, and um, I was driving up 71 to Cleveland to see my family. And... I was on the phone with Brad Ewing, and he said, you know, if I'd ever have anybody to be a, be a business partner with in the future, it would be Brian Schwederman, of all the people I've worked with. I said, no kidding. So, of course, being the leader type guy I am, I get off the phone. It's, uh, Brian was probably home watching the Thanksgiving Day Parade or something. And I, I called him on the phone and said, hey, Brian, guess what Brian, Brad just told me? <laughs> and so Brad, Brian is now uh, one of the owners and partners with Brad. So, I mean, for us as a company, it was like we kind of fell into it. I think that proves why we need guys like Corey and guys like Paul Bauscher, business coaches, because a lot of us get into the deep of it and then we think, why are we doing this? We feel kind of trapped. And that's why we need business coaches, because then they say, well, you should have planned this out. And we think, we should have? No kidding. How about that? And then they come and help us. So anyway, so I think a lot of us just kind of fall into the um, why I'm doing what I'm doing. And then we think about it later. And um, so, but I'd like to pull back a bit to more bird's eye view um, or broad stroke. And, and instead of saying, why do I do what I do running a small business? But as a Christian, why do I do anything? Mm -hmm. Why do I do anything? And 
really as Christ followers, our freedom comes when we realize why we do anything is that never changes. But what we do changes moment by moment and every day based on our circumstances, what we have to accomplish, etc. The why we do what we do once we decide to follow Christ is to glorify God. Mm. Uh, an old uh, book, the Westminster Confession or uh, uh, Catechism, something we don't do that much anymore. You know, there's Apostle Creed and all that kind of stuff that our great-grandfathers used to read every day. Mm -hmm. uh, Westminster Catechism says that what is the purpose of man? And the purpose of man is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. So our purpose is to glorify God. And then Larry Burkett, he was a business financial guy before uh, Dave Ramsey took over. He, he passed away in the late 90s, early 2000s, uh, Larry Burkett. But he wrote a book called Business by the Book, Christian Business by the Book. And he said, what is the purpose for your business? And that's to glorify God. And he said, there's many functions of a Christian business. The man that's running his business for Christ, like make a profit, design a house, employ a person, build a deck, etc. But the purpose is to glorify God. And freedom comes each day as we face the day each morning. Uh, when we make the mind shift to say, today, Lord Jesus, why am I alive? And why am I really, what is it really that you want from me? And he says, to glorify me. Mm. And so the question is, how do I glorify him today? Mm. Often it's not what I'm doing that matters, but how I do do it and what my attitude is, is about doing it. And a couple examples is uh, some, of, some of you contractors might get up and say, today I need to get out to the job site and jump down in the mud with my guys and install a sewer pipe in the mud and in the rain to keep the job running because tomorrow it's got to be in for the next guy in the schedule to, to show up. Mm -hmm. Not really fun, but to shift and say, Lord Jesus, help me to glorify you in my attitude right now. Or I might, as an architect, say, tonight I have to pull an all-nighter to draw trim details because some carpenters are going to show up tomorrow morning on the job site at 7, and if they don't have these details in front of them, they won't have anything to do. So what's my attitude at 3 a.m.? Mm. You know, what at that moment. So, mm. or in this coronavirus period, some of you may wake up some morning and say, or maybe you might have had this happen in the last couple of months where you say, I have to lay off of a long-term friend and employee. And so you say, okay, I'm going to glorify God in how I do this. So Holy Spirit, give me the right words of compassion, mm. the right body language. So they know that I love them. And this is totally beyond my control. And then to say to yourself, and God, give me faith and trust so that I don't get angry with you with the circumstances to find myself in. So, so as a Christ follower, why do I run a small business? Why do I more generally do anything? And the answer is to bring glory to God. Mm. Uh, some verses that sit uh, taped to the, to the wall above my computer screen or out of the book of Colossians, and they're really appropriate uh, here, here today. Colossians 3.17 says, Whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And then you skip down a few verses, and this is real appropriate for going to work. 
in Colossians, the same chapter, 3.23, it says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart, is working for the Lord, not for human masters. Since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward, it is the Lord Christ that you are serving. So in our architecture office, we often acknowledge that only about 5% of the time do we actually get to do the thing we went to college for. That's to design stuff, to draw the pretty pictures, to create things. 95% of the rest of our time is dedicated to the other stuff of architecture, construction, business, getting it built, doing the mundane, doing all that stuff. I think probably all this is business people find that, that, you know, there's the stuff that has to get done and the stuff you like, and you got to do it all. That's just part of the, part of the process. Mm -hmm. Um, But in the midst of all this, how do we maintain our Christian purpose of glorifying God, bringing him glory? And that, I think, is by saying to ourselves over and over, I'm doing this with all my might right now, Lord Jesus, not to impress the client or to get paid more or because I'm full of fear and anxiety that if I don't get this done, I won't need payroll or whatever, fill in the blank. But the mind shift is, at this moment, I'm going to do this to glorify you, Jesus, because you gave me this ability and this talent and this task. So. I leave you with those two verses, Colossians 3.17 and 3.23, that sit above my desk. And obviously, I lose the focus many times, and then I have to look up and I go, wait a minute, who am I and why do I do anything? Why am I doing anything? It's to glorify him. Mm-hmm. So I guarantee today that, guys, as we go off to work, and, and, and ladies, that as Christ followers, uh, if you can make that mental shift, Whatever your day brings, whatever your week brings, you'll be filled with peace and joy. Mm. That's great. That's good, Mark. I, I made a big note to pause. Pause and ask yourself, as I took these notes, how can I glorify God right now? I think that's a, that's a great reminder, uh, certainly for me this morning. Um, yeah. I appreciate you. Will you, um, will you pray us out and launch us into the rest of our day? Yes, sure. Uh, Father God, uh, we come to you as servants by choice. We desire to serve you, um, our, our creator. And whatever we do today, mm. in word or deed, let us do everything in the name of your son, Jesus, and giving thanks to you through him. Mm-hmm. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well done. Love you, Mark. Love you guys. Have a fantastic Monday.